Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, John eleven sixteen. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is John eleven sixteen. Therefore Thomas, who is called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, so that we may die with him. Have you ever entered a situation convinced of your courage and strength, only to find yourself sideswiped? I have, numerous times. Sitting on the couch, with my Bible open before me, a cup of coffee in one hand, my journaling pen in the other, I feel unshakably close to Christ convinced of his every promise and determined to live in a way that glorifies him. I will smile and offer grace when somebody cuts me off while I'm driving or a coworker or a loved one says something careless and unkind. I will live so filled with the love and peace of Christ, so focused on my eternal mission, not even a failed project or an unexpected crisis will steal my joy. But then inevitably, I find myself in a situation I either wasn't prepared for or that I drastically underestimated while greatly overestimating my strength. This appears to be what happened with Thomas, one of Jesus's disciples. He confidently proclaimed his courage for a hypothetical situation, only to become weak-kneed when the theoretical became reality. He spoke the words recorded in today's verse shortly before Christ's death. Now, by this point in Jesus's ministry, the tension between him and the religious leaders had grown to murderous proportions, and Jesus determined it was time for him and the disciples to return to Judea, to which they responded, but Rabbi, a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you are going back? To which Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. In other words, I'm greater than the darkness, and my work is not yet done. 
Now, I don't know how the other disciples responded. I don't know if Christ's words bolstered their courage and faith or if they remained focused on their fear and the potential danger ahead. I don't know if their throats began to tighten and their hearts began to race. And, and if so, I get it. Powerful men wanted their teacher and possibly them by association dead. And I can imagine how confusing it must have been later when Thomas saw the soldiers take his Lord without a fight. When Jesus was brought before the high priest and the guards mocked and beat him. When Thomas heard the bloodthirsty mob cry out, crucify him. And then when Jesus's executioner stripped him and nailed him, the one who had demonstrated power over nature, who revealed himself to the hungry crowds as the limitless provider, who had even raised the dead to life. They nailed him to a cross, hanging from human perspective, weak and defeated. In that moment, Thomas must have felt like his rabbi, the long-promised and anointed Messiah had lost. This unfathomably terrifying event evoked fear in the one who had been so certain of his courage. He abandoned his Lord, maybe even hearing his previous proclamation replaying again and again through his mind. Can you imagine the blow? Did it feel extra heavy, extra painful for Thomas after having so boldly announced his loyalty to the point of death? That had to hurt so deeply. But Thomas's failure wasn't the end. After his death and resurrection, Christ sought him out. Speaking peace into Thomas's soul, the Savior showed himself to Thomas, met him in his doubt and his pain, and invited him to touch Christ's wounds, an intimate act of love and grace. This encourages me because I know when I falter, when I give in to fear, to worry, to frustration, however my weakness or my sin might rise up, Jesus still loves me and he always welcomes me back into his grace. He invites you and me to rest. And that is where our knees and our hearts gain strength. As we sit in his loving embrace, our faith grows and our fears begin to die. I don't know what you're facing today or what you might face tomorrow. I don't know the experiences that will make you feel strong and courageous and what might make you falter. But here's what I do know. Strong or weak, courageous or afraid. Your Savior remains. He invites you to rest in Him and to receive His abundant grace. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your mercy, for your grace. Thank you that you do not treat us as our sins deserve, that you recognize our weakness, that you understand when we feel stressed, anxious, and afraid. And you make the first move towards us always. You made the first move in sending us Jesus. You made the first move in drawing our hearts to trust in him for salvation. And when we mess up, you move towards us as well. Lord, help us when we feel afraid, when we feel defeated, when we are consumed with regret. May we not run from you, but may we instead run to you knowing you will always meet us in that place. You will welcome us in your loving embrace. And it is in your presence that we find strength, that we find courage, and that we are changed. It's in the name of your son, the one who shed his blood, that we might live, that we pray. Amen.
Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.